0: Welcome to Base Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wiseman. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberties, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Based Liberty, Darren Wisely here, speaking the truth as I see it and letting the chips fall where they may. Just thrilled to be with you here today. So today's episode is gonna be a little different. This is a supporting listeners only bonus episode. As I promised, this is exclusive content just for you guys supporting me and my Patreon or Anchor. Actually, it's only quasi-exclusive, but I'll, I'll get into that here in a minute. I've got a lot of cool ideas I want to try for supporting listeners to give you guys some goodies for supporting the show. And I did spend all day retooling the website. I mean, it's a real pain in the rear end. It probably took me seven, eight hours, and it still doesn't really look that good. What I have up there now is you can actually log into the site if you're a supporting listener. And the website, basedliberty.com, name of the show... And you'll be able to have access then to exclusive content. So if you've already signed up, I'll have you in there. And I'm going to make it so that you can listen to other episodes that are released to the general public before they come out. So there's going to be another perk in it for you guys is getting the content sooner. Another cool feature on this site is you'll be able to interact with a community of like-minded people. So some of you might not be too interested in that, but for others, it is nice to know there's other sane people out there in this clown world we live in. And what's cool is you can comment on the shows below the post and leave some feedback, which I really enjoy hearing your take on different things, see what you guys are thinking. We can have some really good discussions going on if that's something people are into. And it's also going to be a great place to submit feedback if there's something you want me to expound upon, clarify, or just another topic of interest you want to suggest me doing a show about. So that's what I got in the works. I know it has been a slow process, but I know most of you support purely just to help get the word out or just that you appreciate the time I put in. So I am very thankful to all of you and do appreciate you. And the reason I say this is quasi-exclusive is because it's going to be kind of a test run to see if this whole setup that I've got going actually works. If it isn't very smooth, I'll change it up. So this episode will go out to the general public later on, but right now I'm just using it for the supporting listeners, show you guys my appreciation, and start uh, getting that whole thing put together. So today's show is the news you probably already heard about Liz Cheney. And this is what Fox News described the situation as. House Republicans ousted Representative Liz Cheney Wednesday morning in a closed-door vote from the number three spot from leadership. But the Wyoming Republican remained defiant on the way out. Cheney had remained steadfast in her opposition to former President Donald Trump and his dangerous lies about the 2020 election being stolen from him, putting her at odds with other House Republicans who wanted to move on from the January 6 riot and unite the party to win in the 2022 midterms. Cheney was removed by a voice vote and took a swing at Trump after the Capitol meeting. I will do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office, Cheney said after her ouster. We have seen the danger that he continues to provide with his language. We have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution, and I think it's very important that we make sure Whomever we elect is someone who will be faithful to the Constitution, (laughs) as if she cares about the Constitution at all. (laughs) Republicans, however, felt that Cheney's continued comments against Trump and conflicting statements against leadership were playing in Democrats' hands and becoming a distraction. She already survived a vote of no confidence in February, but instead of treading lightly after the warning shot, Cheney continued to double down on her rhetoric, angering her colleagues. So on Wednesday, Republicans were quick to move on from Cheney with Rep. Madison Cawthorn, Republican of North Carolina, sending out a gleeful tweet after her removal. Madison Cawthorn, he's the younger, pretty attractive wheelchair guy. He, he says, na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye, Liz Cheney. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He seems like a pretty cool cat. Um, promising things ahead for him, I'm sure. So I'm not going to go into that whole article. I just wanted to set the table there for you guys. Obviously, I'm very happy to see that. Liz Cheney, of course, is a raging neocon. Something that was of no surprise to me, of course, is National Review, the neoconservative flagship organization coming to Liz Cheney's defense. So I wanted to show how these people, they claim to be conservative, but look at the kind of things they're pushing. Look who they're defending. The so-called conservative magazine and website that actually just promotes neoconservative views, which there's really nothing conservative about. And the neocons, of course, have basically just been controlled opposition to the Democrats for the last several decades and have largely contributed to the complete spiral our country's gone in. This article is by Kevin Williamson of National Review, as I said. And it says, Liz Cheney, Republican leadership ouster, makes no sense. <laughs> sure, this will be a good one. So this is May 9, 2021. Why are Republicans dumping Liz Cheney, who just won re-election, as an act of symbolic fiality to Donald Trump, who just lost? You guys know he lost, right? See, this is just the typical kind of condescending tone of these neocons, these establishment-type, con-ink type type of people who they have this intellectual, higher-minded way of looking at things. But in reality, it's all talk with no substance, and really all they ever want to do is suck up to the liberals who will turn around and stab them in the back the first chance they get and promote forever wars. So he says, Representative Liz Cheney is being pushed out of her leadership position and most likely in favor of Representative Elise Stefanik because Representative Cheney is insufficiently Trump-loving and Stefanik is superabundantly Trump-loving. It's that familiar Republican strategy, a purge for unity. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and other like-minded Republicans complain that it will be difficult for Cheney to do her job effectively in the current political environment, meaning that infantile emotional climate in which some members of Republicans stamp their feet and hold their breath like Veruca Salt when Cheney accurately characterized Donald Trump's disgraceful post-election behavior as a parade of lies marching through an avalanche of horseshit. It seems that this inflexible position vis-a-vis the truth is divisive and so Cheney lamentably must go, more in sadness than in anger and all that. McCarthy et al. talk about the political situation like they're talking about the weather, as though it were something that just happened to them rather than something that is a result of their own choices, decisions, and actions. It used to be when Republicans talked about learned helplessness, they meant welfare dependence rather than the leaders of their own party. Because those choices have been dumb and destructive, that party is a smoking ruin right now. And you'd think that, if nothing else, cynically self-interested Republicans would try to do themselves a solid when it comes to the next election. There's just one part I still can't figure out. Do you know when Cheney, do you, do you know that Cheney in her last election won bigly? Her Democratic opponent didn't break 30%. If Donald Trump had 70% of the vote in his election, Sean Hannity would have spontaneously given birth to twin pandas live on Fox News. Trump did well in Wyoming, turning in about the same numbers as Mitt Romney in 2012, but Trump wasn't running for the House seat in Wyoming, he was running for president, and got 46.9% of the national vote, which is why he currently works as a part-time blogger in Florida. So, walk me through this, Donald J. Trump, let's tighten in and focus on this part. He did not win, he lost, and he lost pretty handedly, not in a landslide, but in a reasonably reasonably convincing pantsing. So this guy goes on, and it's really just talking about numbers, comparison, this election to that. I don't want to bore you with all that stuff. I really don't care about it. Um, I thought there might be some substantive defense of of Cheney since they seem to have such an obsession with her. Uh, But I'm not seeing one here. It's just bashing Trump. Okay, you don't like Trump. I get it. But what do you like about Cheney that you guys are writing articles defending her? I mean, just like this stat about the national vote. Well, who cares? We have the Electoral College for a reason. See, that's a neoconservative thing, talking about democracy. Anyone who understands the actual American history and tradition would know the dangers of democracy and what it leads to. But the neocons, they push this national popular vote agenda, which is just going to screw over any Republican or conservative in the long run. I'm... Thrilled to see Cheney go. As I said, she's an ardent neocon. Probably the most prominent one in office at this time. She's from the bloodline of Dick Cheney, no pun intended there, who started off in in Bush's, the first Bush's cabinet, uh, getting into those wars, and then, of course, vice president. A lot of people think he's the one who really pushed the second Bush, his administration, to all those... Idiotic interventions in the Middle East, um, which which is very sad because we're talking about thousands of American lives lost, many more maimed, and the PTSD, that's a thing people don't talk about. I mean, you're talking about a whole generation of people that come back and are dealing with all this crap, and their lives are never the same. But to people like Liz Cheney, well, they're just cannon fodder to go over there and prop up their agenda of world governance, and, of course, their friends who fund their campaigns, of course, the military-industrial complex. I mean, the, the contracts these companies get, I mean, you don't have to look far to understand why they're always pushing for more war. Now, National Review didn't want to talk policy on Cheney, so I will. First off, she opposed getting out of Afghanistan, which we've been in For 20 years. I mean, kids being sent over there, some of them were not even born when 9-11 happened. Osama bin Laden's dead. He's been dead for a long time. And many more of the kids there were very young, too young to remember when it happened. It's time to bring them home. I already mentioned the deaths, the maimings, the destruction, there's been about one and a half trillion dollars spent in the war on terror. Think about the lives, the blood, the treasure America has spent. And for what? And Trump wanted to bring him home. But Cheney couldn't have that. And that really is why her and the neocons oppose Trump so much. Um, because a lot of his policies... I. I mean, obviously the spending was through the roof, they didn't, they were fine with that, but it was the war, and because he his rhetoric was America first, well, they didn't like that. And I think it's funny, going back to this article, when he says a purge for unity, and basically this author in National Review is claiming Republicans are making purges of anyone who uh, was not friendly to Donald Trump. Well, the funny thing is these neocons don't seem to see the irony here because they were the original purge of the Republican Party and the conservative movement more broadly. And that is something in Betrayal American Right by Murray Rothbard. He talks a lot about, it really started in the 60s, early 70s. You had X. Ex- socialists, leftists who thought the radicalism and the kind of counterculture of the left was going too far. So they came over to the Republican Party. Um, But unlike the old right, the good guys, these guys mostly supported the New Deal. Some of them even supported the Great Society program. So they're big government. They just weren't as far left as a lot of the radical things going on on the Democrat side of things at that time. Um, But, of course, they love them some forever wars. And they really got their foothold in the Reagan administration. Reagan, of course, had many libertarian talking points. But everyone who made it anywhere in his administration was a neoconservative. And by the end of that, they'd sealed the deal. And when the Cold War ended, it's unfortunate because it could have been really a great era for peace. But the neocons took over. They had established themselves as the establishment, the mainstream in the Republican Party. Well, the rest is history, of course. The original purge was them because they purged the paleocons, guys who believed in kind of traditional conservatism, America first. And they were called all kinds of names. You know, you're typical, you're racist or whatever which is funny because that's what the left would say to these neocons, but then they push it on to the real conservatives. So a lot of irony there. And the reason the neocons really hated Trump so much is because they got a little taste of their own medicine with him and his supporters kind of slapping back at them. Now, not a total purge altogether like they had done in the 80s, but a little bit of a taste, and I guess they didn't like that too much. Some other highlights from Liz Cheney, she backed Thomas Massey's opponent. Now, Thomas Massey is, hands down, the best congressman currently. He's the most principled, and he's willing to fight for what's right, take flack from both sides, which we need people like that. We need him to hold hold that Overton window, because if no one's saying, hey, guys, this is insane, um, well, it's just going to keep spiraling more and more out of control she supported his opponent what business does she have in that race of course none but she wants someone who's going to shut up get in line and be her little lap dog and thomas massey is not that kind of guy he's an independent guy so she's trying to get him out of there another one that i loved is rand paul he's had a few of his little spats with fauci and i did an episode on one of those And after his first one, which was in May last year, Liz Cheney comes to his defense. This is her tweet. Dr. Fauci is one of the finest public servants we have ever had. He is not a partisan. His only interest is saving lives. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Liz. We need his expertise and his judgment to defeat this virus. All Americans should be thanking him every day. A hard pass. I will not be thanking Tony Fauci. Someone who is going to get out there, pull out their Fauci rosary, and support this guy. Well, that tells you everything you need to know. You're obviously corrupt as all get out. Um, Wow. A a public servant. (laughs) His only interest is saving lives. Uh, Are you sure about that? Well, you probably know. He's big pharma, and you've got the military-industrial complex, so I guess you guys, you know, can kind of feel each other on that. The reason um, the Republican Party is mainly up in arms with her is her commentary on the election. This was what she had to say right before the vote in which they ousted her.
1: Today, we face a threat America has never seen before. A former president who provoked a violent attack
0: on oh, this capital okay.
1: in an effort to steal the election has resumed his aggressive effort to convince Americans that the election was stolen from him. He risks inciting further violence.
0: What's with the music? Is that it?
1: Millions of Americans have been misled by the former president. They have heard only his words but not the truth as he continues to undermine our democratic process sowing seeds of doubt about whether democracy really works at all. It doesn't. Remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. I will not participate in that. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law and (laughs) joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. Mm.
0: You know a neocon when they talk about democracy. If you're ever on the fence that usually can tell you where they're at. So Liz let's talk about election was not stolen i mean you're obviously going to ignore everything going on now again we don't know how much fraud happened exactly and we never will but the fact is there was no investigation so it's really easy to say well there was no fraud well yeah when you don't look into it it's pretty easy to say that and that's the problem uh people like her the neocons, they just wanted to get rid of Trump for all the reasons I've said. And they just are telling their voters, hey, suck it up. We'll get him next time. Well, people aren't having that. The, the thing you really got to think about is why are they so quick to move on? Well, look who the president is now, Joe Biden. And aside from his lack of mental capacity, Joe Biden... Is a neocon. I mean, if he put an R next to his name, he would be a standard Liz Cheney, George W. Bush type of neocon. More spending, more war, more corporate welfare, open immigration, and not super crazy with the woke stuff, but will pander just enough to get by. Joe Biden is a perfect fit for the neocons and in their efforts to kind of have a resurgence. And the next few years, we'll see kind of if the neocons do strike back. Well, I love uh, whatever she said about Trump uh, leading this insurrection. I don't know if she called it the insurrection. I love that. that. That term just cracks me up so much. Uh, insurrection I mean obviously it's not and I did an episode on that so I'm not going to belabor it but I, I still I laugh when I hear insurrection just about as much as I laugh when I hear someone say CDC guidelines because I know that this person has no semblance of reality but we know Trump wasn't trying to orchestrate some violent overthrow I mean it's just so unrealistic uh oh a few people go in the building and now the election changes i mean that's that's just not how it works so so even if that was what they were trying to do it would have been so unrealistic that's why uh the hysteria over the event is just so funny to me david stockman who was a former congressman you probably know and reagan's omb director he says good riddance Liz Cheney. There have been few politicians in modern times who have done more to undermine personal liberty, capitalist prosperity, small government, and especially world peace than the Cheney clan. So, upon Liz Cheney's ouster from the number three job in the U.S. GOP hierarchy, we say good riddance. And no, we don't begrudge her vote to impeach the Donald. The man is such an insufferable bully boy and megalomaniac that upon his richly deserved exile from Washington, her yes vote amounted to little more than a slightly offensive Bronx cheer. But what is profoundly offensive about the Chinese is their central role in hijacking the Republican Party in behalf of the demented worldview of a small priesthood of neocon intellectuals. That's what I was just talking about earlier. The latter have turned the warfare state of the now defunct Cold War with the Soviet Union into a globe-spanning imperialist monster that has bled America dry fiscally and unleashed unjustified destruction and mayhem all around the planet in a manner that would have put even Imperial Rome to shame. The immortality, stupidity, and monumental fiscal waste of the Neocon Forever Wars is bad enough, but actually there is something even more lamentable. So he goes on kind of talking a little bit about a history of how the Neocons hijacked the party. Pretty interesting stuff, but I don't want to go too far over today you get the point is that you know liz cheney and the neocons they don't protect anything conservative they're basically people who want to be respected they kiss up to the left they give the left everything they want they get nothing in return except the ones who get to the top are able to line their own in their friends pockets so we'll have to see as these years go by I am very hopeful that the neocons continue to, have, to lose influence. Uh, that would be a very great thing for this country when you look at the debt we're in and all the problems we have. We just don't need to be dealing with all the Middle East stuff. We got enough of our own problems. And we know going over there uh, doesn't really help anyone out. So it's just a lose-lose game unless you're the people getting rich off it. And this just another good example of why it's so important to get the word out there about these things. Let people know, hey, aggressive wars are not conservative value and they're not constitutional. I mean, we haven't had a vote to go into war since World War II. The Constitution uh, places that power in Congress, not the president. And you can look at George Washington. Many of the other founders warned about this because that was a problem they had with the king is kings could wage war when they wanted. It would rack up debt. They could conscript people, obviously killing people in wars they may not have wanted to be in. And foreign entanglements. They warned against foreign entanglements because of the complete mess you can get into. And it's too bad we hadn't taken that advice. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, If you like this, you want to reach more people, join the community of Thought Criminals. If you haven't, you can for only two bucks a month, less than a cup of coffee, and you can help change minds before it's too late, because, man, people are just, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, man. The audacity people like Liz Cheney have to come out here and and act like they have the moral high ground, with all the the blood on her hands, uh, sick people, sick people, but... Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all of you who are supporting. Uh, I really do appreciate it. I hope you're having a nice day. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.